0: (音楽) Beep beep.
1: the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Pure West Radio. I
2: can't write one song that's not about you. Can't drink without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't have you? I'm in Toronto and I got this view, but I While be in a hotel room, yeah It doesn't matter cause I'm so consumed Spending all my nights reading texts from you Oh, I'm good at keeping my distance I know that you're the feeling I'm missing You know that I hate to admit it But everything means nothing if I can't have you It's not about you Can't drink you but i hold on everything means nothing everything is nothing babe i'm trying to move on forget you but i hold on everything means nothing if i can't have you no i can't write one song that's not about you can't drink without thinking about you is it too late to tell you that
1: da Good evening and welcome once again to Heart to Heart here in the heart of Halford West. You're joining myself, Lynn Cheryl Perfect. And of course, as always, we have my technical, technical, Emma Ruth Thomas. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Another fantastic day in Pembrokeshire. The sun's been shining, it's been absolutely glorious. So I hope you've all had a fantastic day. Tonight in the studio, joining us, we do have Cherie Morgan. Now, Cherie Morgan is an actual reflective life coach and qualified counsellor. And she just qualified last Thursday. So congratulations to Sheree. Congratulations and also to all her other qualified counsellors that uh, qualified just last week. That is really exciting news, isn't it? That's fantastic. Amazing, amazing. Isn't it? And if anybody has any questions for Sheree this evening, then, of course, you can call in. It's 01437 764455. You can hit us up on Facebook, of course, or text in on 60777. Just remember to put PWR before your message. But, of course, we have got Healing Hands, Healing Arts coming your way around about the 9.30 mark and we do have in our second hour we have the match the movie to the music but we're going to take it away with a request now and this is especially for Carmel this is Don't Be So Hard On Yourself by Jess Glynn
0: I came here with a broken heart that no one else could see I drew a smile on my face, to paper over me But wounds heal when tears dry and cracks they don't show So don't be so hard on yourself, no Let's go back to simplicity I feel like I've been missing me But it's not who I'm supposed to be. Dark cloud be raining over me. But hearts break, and hell's a place that everyone knows. So don't be so hard on yourself, no. Let's go back to simplicity. I feel like I've been missing this,
3: not who I'm supposed
0: to be.
1: that Am I wrong? So as I said, joining me in the studio this evening in the heart of Halford West, Pure West Radio, we do have reflective life coach and qualified counsellor, Sheree Morgan. Good evening, Sheree. Good evening. Lynn. And thank you so, so much for joining us here tonight. And you have just qualified from the University Trinity of St. David's, haven't you? Yes, I have. Congratulations on thank that. Thank have, have you been
4: celebrating? Uh, we will be celebrating on Friday when we do a 1920s Gin fest.
1: Oh! Oh, well done. Oh, well done to everybody who's tuned in tonight that also qualified. Congratulations to each and every one of you. Now, if anybody does have questions for Cherie, whether you are looking for perhaps finding a counsellor, knowing where to go to find a counsellor, or perhaps even if you're looking at doing the job of a counsellor, then Cherie is here to help you. So you can call in. It's 01437 764455. Or again, you can text in on 60777. Just remember to put PW you are before your message. Now, just to kick off this evening, really, Sheree, what can people actually get from seeing a counsellor? What qualities and attributes does a counsellor have? How can a person be helped? So, obviously,
4: we can help with a wide range of issues. Um, Obviously, each counsellor is different, so they'll work from different modalities. Um, Everyone that's qualified on the course that we've just completed would be an integrative counsellor. So that just means basically we come from different modalities and we've integrated them all together. Um, So it just gives
1: us a wider toolbox, really, to be able to help a wide range of people. So is there certain subjects that the counsellor would address within somebody that needed help with perhaps some problems or issues that they were facing?
4: So again, depending on what the client comes to you with. um, Obviously, my experience at the moment with the clients I've worked with already Mm -hmm. have been things like self-confidence, anxiety depression self-harm I've worked with people who have been affected by cancer either by
1: themselves or by a family member or friend so there's quite a wide range there just to begin with is it the physicality as well as the mentality then yeah
4: yeah so it's looking at all different areas basically and being able to enhance their life um, and obviously bring change and the change that they want to make so it's all about the client we are mainly there to facilitate, to walk side by side, to listen to them. You know, lots of people, we have friends that we can talk to, but when you're in with a counselor,
1: it's a completely different scenario. You're in a confidentiality space. So in what way, w- would they be able to expect from a counselor? Like if, if somebody was going in for a session that they haven't been, you know, you, you I guess if you haven't been to a counsellor before, you wouldn't understand the process. So how would, like if you were having a session, how would that pan out? What would you be doing with your so client? So personally
4: for me, so my first session is normally an introduction. So it's okay. a chance for them to actually see whether they feel comfortable working with me. Um, I recently spoke to a friend who actually gave me a good analysis of counselling. It's a bit like when you learn to drive. Every driver instructor you have, you might not like. So you might go through a few before you actually reach the one you that you feel is comfortable com- with. Yeah, is compatible. Yeah. And it's the same with counselling. So if you have had a negative effect, but you feel the need that you still need to talk to someone, try a different counsellor. You know, we are there, and my face won't fit everyone. Same as everyone else out there. So it is really trial and error. I had a similar experience. The first counselor I didn't feel comfortable with, the second one, and I've done 23 sessions since. So, yeah. do you know, it really is. So, is
1: that part of your coursework that you had to be cancelled yourself then? So, it was part of a, a requirement,
4: of yeah. which I'll be honest, at first I thought I don't need counseling, yeah. you know, and I'm sure there's many people out there like that. And I can't rave about it enough. Do you know, like I said, 23 sessions in.
1: Yeah.
4: And I can't ever imagine a life now without a therapist. So there are going to be times in my life where I'm going to need to dip into personal therapy myself.
1: So. Yeah. So is it like a self-development or a, like a, a release of the past? How would you describe counselling? Because again, I just want to understand, I mean, I've never been to a counsellor. Um, so I, I don't know what the process is. And is it that you ask questions or does the client just express and talk about how they feel? What how, What is the starting point? And, you know, just on any subject, what is a starting point and a finishing point that the person then knows that they don't need a counsellor anymore? So again it's very
4: individual so it's quite hard to pinpoint but what I would say is that so if somebody came with a Pacific so they've been uh, referred by a GP Yeah. so they would normally come in and say I've been referred for this yeah. chances are I'll be honest that you will once you're in that environment and you've given that chance to explore Yeah. Um, it can lead to You know, it's taking you down the past, or it can be fears that you have for the future. So it's all about
1: looking at what areas they want to change to enhance their life. So these things can naturally then come up yes through the course of a conversation and obviously if they're naturally coming up is something that can be released then isn't yes. it yeah. so we may unconsciously not realize that we have these issues or these thoughts or yep. feelings emotions whatever it is but through conversation they'll naturally come up is that is that what you mean yeah so basically like I'll use
4: myself as that example mm-hmm. that I genuinely thought what am I going for I genuinely thought I'd worked through past issues that yeah. I had but actually being sat in that space with a confidentiality, a safe space, knowing it was somebody there to listen to me. Yeah. And it's it's had a profound effect that I
1: really cannot promote counselling enough. Yeah. And it's about, Not, I'd say it's about having that person that can be compassionate to you, isn't it, as yes. well? Empathic. Yes. And being able, literally, to listen and at some degree, would you say validate? Is that part of... You know, being able to validate somebody who feels that way, that it's okay to feel that way. Yeah, and that—that
4: that is the main thing. I suppose the biggest message for me is for centuries we've been told to man up, grow up, get on with things, do you know? So we've had mm. a lot of that kind of talk has been throughout the generations and actually having that space to
1: be able to talk and express your feelings is amazing yeah and it's a safe space isn't it I can can tell just by the way that you're explaining it to me tonight that it is a safe space that people can go in they can say absolutely anything that they need to and know that it's okay
4: yes and that is the main thing it's like you know you don't need to be depressed or have anxiety to actually look for a counsellor um so you, you know you don't I think people's perceptions are that I need to be crying or I need to be suffering from Mm. some sort of mental health issue in order to seek counselling, when actually
1: you can go for any reason at all. Even if someone was going through grief, is that something that you So bereavement
4: is something I've worked a lot with. Um, Loss is another thing. So... You know, I think we underestimate that actually grief just isn't bereavement. That can be a loss of relationship, a loss of job. So basically anything that changes our life direction that we thought we had planned can just mean just having somebody to listen to that to experience actually okay this is how I thought my life was going to be but this is now the direction it's going
1: to go in and and this can be affected by the um, emotionally mentally physically yes yeah on all levels on all levels yeah well it's it's wonderful to have you in the um, studio tonight just to explain to everybody but again if anybody has got any questions for Cherie please call in it's 01437 double four double five or you can hit us up on Facebook Uh, you can message me Lynn Cheryl Perfect you are free feel free to message um, um, Emma as well Emma Ruth Thomas on Facebook if you do have any questions but what we're going to do now is we're going to take it away with another track Um, in a little while we're also going to do our Healing Hands Healing Hearts thus where you guys at home have the opportunity to sit back relax and enjoy the healing energy that we radiate from the POS studio tonight this is Tom Walker and just you and i
5: let's get drunk or put my heart up to my mouth this year's been hard for us no doubt let's raise a glass to a better one let all the things that we've overcome and bring home to us, cards. Me and you, we can hold this out. Only you understand how I'm feeling now. Here, yeah. And I know I can tell you anything You won't judge, you're just listening. Here, yeah. because you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause my darling, you and I can take over the world at one step at a time. Just you and I Cause you're the only one Who brings light just like the sun One step at a time Just you and I Let's get drunk we we'll reminisce about the day We were broke not getting paid And like taking trips at the weekend When I would drive down to see her And we would paint the town Many shots I'll be passing out Cause I could never keep up Quad words, now I'm puking open I know I can tell you when then. You won't judge, you're just listening yeah. Cause you're the best thing that ever happened to me Cause my darling, you and I You take over the world One step at a time, just you and I you're the only one who brings light just like the sun. One step at a time, just you and I. Just you and I tired of chasing paper, staring at this screen, been saving up for weeks now, just to get to you, my dear. And though you're far from my home, this ain't no we can burn. Was must be city love. Is my darling, you and I take over the world one step at a time. Just you and I, is my darling, you and I take over the world one step at a time. Just you and I, is you're the only one. One step at a time, just you and I. Yeah, one step at a time, just you and
1: I. Yeah, one step at a time, just you and I. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
6: And my rhythm and blues. I can't stop singing, it's ringing in my head for you. My head's water, but I'm breathing fine. You're crazy and I'm out of my mind. Cause all bye your perfect imperfections. Give you all to me. I'll give my all to you. You're my end and my beginning. Even I give you all of me, and you give me all
1: of you. Oh, John Legend, there and all of me. So it's come to that time of the evening for the healing hands, healing hearts. Just radiate your thoughts for anybody at this time that you feel needs healing, whether it's emotionally, mentally, physically or spiritually. Friends, family, loved ones or maybe even your family of animals. Just anybody that's in need for that extra healing energy tonight. Myself and Emma, we're there right beside you radiating our energy out to you. Sit back and relax. This is Michael Jackson and Heal the World.
7: This love and this place was brighter than tomorrow.
3: But not-
1: will radiate throughout the night to all those in need bringing you peace and relaxation as you sleep we've got requests now this goes especially out to Linda she's listening in tonight this is Seven Years and Lucas Graham
8: One sound seven years old my mama told me go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely Once I was seven years old been sold we've traveled around the world and we're still roaming soon we'll be 30 years old i'm still learning Twice a month, soon I'll be 60 years old, will I think the world is cold, Or will I have a lot of children who can go meet.
1: Fantastic track there with Lucas Graham, especially for Linda. So as we said, we do have Sheree Morgan. She is in the POS studios tonight. She is a reflective life coach and qualified counsellor just from last Thursday. So well done once again, Sheree. Now tell me, what actually inspired you to be a counsellor? Um,
4: So it goes back to years ago, I had to go for fertility treatment in order to get my daughter. At that time, because... Thankfully, the treatment worked at IUI stage Mm -hmm. rather than IVF, and during that time, they didn't offer any counselling or guidance or support, um, which I felt was missing from the system. I know things have improved, Um, so it was something that ignited a passion in me at
1: that moment in my life yeah when you say that you felt that you needed counselling for the fertility was it because um in what, in what way did you say that you felt you needed that help for what, what reasons it's just that what i'm trying to understand is for our listeners tonight and that are tuning in is just if if they're going through similar things they would understand the emotional side of things so just for you what was it that you felt was Again, the reason it why? was
4: so the emotional uh, strain i was put under during that time um so you know Literally, I'd walked on the streets and my treatment hadn't worked and I'd see babies everywhere. And that was quite hard to deal with. And although um, my partner at the time, obviously my daughter's father, he was very supportive, but it did bring a wedge between us because obviously he had his own issues going on at that time and all worries and concerns. I had mine and I think rather than coming together and talking about it... With fear of upsetting the other, yes, I understand. We kind of didn't talk at all, so we both kind of suffered in silence. I feel I understand,
1: and that becomes then stressful, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, and then after, even when treatment was finally a, you know a success and it worked, you're mixed with so many different emotions with hormones anyway. Yes, but of course, yeah. Do you know there was a lot of worries waiting for the scans and the tests to come back, and just to make sure everything went as planned. And I just find it was a very, you know, stressful and emotional time for myself.
1: And, and then I, I, know s- I suppose as well, having to ensure that you continue to carry the child yes. as well. There's the worry there. It's taken you so long. And then what if? Yes. What if anything happens on a, on a health level? Yeah. And and I, yeah, so I can understand the stress, the strain. Did you work at that time? When so you I, yeah, I was working So full there time. was that extra pressure as well? Yeah and just trying to hold that relationship together and run a house, the bills, everything, it just kind of like builds up.
4: Yeah, and that's it. Like, I've always tried to stay positive as best as I can. Yeah. But during that time in my life, there were a lot of darker moments. Yes.
1: Um, yes, you know, especially
4: course. when treatment wasn't working or I was waiting to, you know, to find out whether this month would be the month that they were willing to do treatment. Okay. And I just feel had I had some kind of support yes. by somebody who is qualified in an area to talk about
1: that. Yeah, it would have made it easier it would have to made cope a difference with to and myself. deal. Okay. And then, so you you um you you found your inspiration. Just was it just from that one experience, or have you? No, had... so as life obviously carried on,
4: um, me and my the father of my child separated, so yeah. that was another strain added, and I really struggled with the status of a single mum, um, mm-hmm. and that really got to me, and I I didn't know how to express that to explain it to other people. And at the time I was working in um, a government building and I noticed that people kept offloading to me, um, were sharing, you know, some very personal details with myself. And it was uh, two colleagues of mine that I worked with, which was Lorna and Chris at the time were the ones who actually encouraged me yeah. to start looking for a counselling course. Um, yeah. As they both told me, it was my calling. <laughs> um, so I went to do level one and from there, my passion was just ignited and actually not only learning how to help others,
1: I've learned how to help myself as Which well. Which is really important, isn't yes. it? So is it possible then, and I just want to say thank you so much to your friends for being able to um, give you that that strength and that support to be able to go into something? Because like I said, f- for me, as I see counsellors, I would see that as though you really do have to have a passion for that job, because it's not yeah. necessarily the easiest of jobs, because there is that emotional connection to people where yeah. you wholeheartedly care for another person and the struggles that they go through and the hurt and the pain and the upset, like you said, on so many different yeah. levels... Then it's not the necessarily the easiest of job. You really do have to have, as you said, a calling yeah. for something along and those the, lines. And the don't training it? is
4: quite intense, you know. So it's not something; um, it's very much practically based, mm. you know. So you are there working with these clients, and you know when you see people making changes in their lives. And I will say, it's down to that individual. Yeah. I've sat in that room with them it's all them do it's you know the responsibility is within. yeah they are they're the ones who want the change and actually do you know, the most empowering thing i find is having somebody who actually listens to you wholeheartedly is is immense do you know yeah. i found that when i was sitting there with my
1: counselor and also to have that support to be able to take action yes. to some degree and, and i think that's really important isn't it yeah really and important. it's
4: something you know every time i work with someone Um, I feel pride and proud of them absolutely for their achievements yeah and you know especially people like you know have been through difficult things and they come there I know how anxious it is to walk into that room and sit in that chair I've sat in that client chair so I know that experience and you
1: know what it feels like so you can be empathic to their individual needs as well so when when you have a client then that comes to see you is is there a a certain i guess um a protocol or something that you go through they they sit with you they talk to you about their issues their problems and then is there a certain amount of time a certain amount of weeks or is it literally down to an individual's needs so it's down to the end i don't work
4: to a time scale i like to work from open-ended therapy so it gives that client the chance that sometimes they might want to take a break to her in therapy so they might find that actually you know they've dealt with some very tough issues and they might just need to take a break from it and then want to come back, or they might just want to continue and look at all the topics that they, they've they uncovered about themselves. So I like to work in a very open-ended
1: kind of way. And it's interesting actually, we've had a message come in from Lynette. She says that, um, couldn't she say that she totally understands what you're saying with regards to the fertility treatment, but how was she feeling when she was going through the fertility treatment? So how did you feel? During the fertility treatment, um,
4: I was confused, upset, angry. Um, There was so many mixed emotions that I had no idea either how to control or even just to express during that time. So for me, you know,
1: there was resentment as well um it was why should everybody be able yeah because I guess it feels like that why should everybody else be able to have it easy but not me yeah is it, it that was that kind of feeling? yeah it
4: was and then I felt guilt for yeah. thinking that yeah. because you know I wouldn't wish anybody to go through what I did so it really is such a mixed bag of emotions but having nowhere to outlay these and actually expressing them so to tell people I felt resentful made me feel full of guilt yeah and I didn't know how to express that to people without them judging, fear of judging. I so can I,
1: can I ask you and I know you've been extremely open with us and I, I really can't thank you enough for doing that because it automatically gives everybody else the unconscious permission to be able to be open and free as well. Yes. So with regards to that and you went through those emotions, how did you actually cope if you didn't have a counsellor? How did you cope with that yourself To be honest, I don't think I coped at all, really. I bracketed it. I put it in a
4: box because I'd been told, you know, like I said, for generations, we're told, come on, get on with it. Mm. Things aren't as bad as they seem. There's always somebody worse off than you. So these are classic things that people have been told throughout generations.
3: Yeah.
4: And actually, I think during that moment, it wasn't until I've actually gone for counselling recently that I have really explored what it was like. And it was only because the counsellor said... Because I said, oh, I had fertility treatment and then went to move on to the next stage of my life. And the counsellor brought me back to that moment. Well, what was that like for you? Yeah. And actually, for the first time, I stopped and I actually thought, what was that like for me?
1: Yeah.
4: How did that make me feel? It had an impact on my friendships, on my relationships. Of course, yeah. You know, so it was a like not only for myself you know my family had to see me going through these emotions my partner at the time had to see me going through those emotions that's difficult isn't it oh yeah it really did play a part on our relationship um you know and how that panned out you know Uh, thankfully we're both Part of our
1: daughter's life, which is amazing. And it's fantastic to hear that you yeah. you got your desired goal at the oh, end yeah. as well. Yes. You know, because she's a fantastic little girl, isn't she? Oh yeah, Jennifer? she is. <laughs> she really is. Um we've got some other questions coming in, but again, if anybody has got any questions that they'd like to ask Sheree at home, whether it's on how you get into counselling, we're gonna be talking about that in just a little while. But again, please feel free to call in 1437 4455 We're gonna take it away with another tune now. This is uh, one of my favourites. This is fun and we are young.
9: Give me a second eye. No, I know. time the bar closes and you feel like falling down i'll carry you home tonight
1: so the questions are coming in for sheree and one of the questions that we have messaged in on facebook is what if the issue or the problem sheree is so deep-rooted that the person doesn't know what the actual problem is. I mean, how would you be able to deal with something like that as a counsellor? So
4: I suppose the best way for me to explain that really would, be again, use myself as that example. I went for counselling thinking I didn't really know what to talk about. And this is within your course, the counselling, yes. was it? Okay. yeah.
1: Um,
4: I found a counsellor, I was driving there thinking, what am I going to talk about? I don't know how this all works, how it starts. And obviously, once you're in that environment, I can honestly say I've had clients come to myself who have said, I don't know what I want to talk about. I don't know what I want to explore. And it's when you're in that environment and you're in that room, once you feel that rapport and the therapeutic relationship starting to work,
3: Mm.
4: it's like a floodgate that things just start to flow and you'll find that one thing will lead to another. So there's always some sort of connection But it's all about having that space, you know. So for Mm. years, people hold on to stuff, not having that person to turn to. Even though, don't get me wrong, friends, families, they can be an amazing support. Um, Mm. So I won't take that away from people. But actually having somebody who's non-judgmental, you know, they're there. You're in such a safe environment that you can express any feelings and emotions that you have. And it's again, when you haven't got a time limit, it's quite nice that you can explore it at the the level
1: that the client wants to take in, yeah. Actually, uh, Jane has messaged in also, and she says that she totally agrees, and it is totally confidential, unless it's thought that you're going to do harm to yourself or others. And uh, and she said that she found counselling herself incredibly valuable when she had um, cancer diagnosis, and also her bereavement counsellor was amazing when she lost her sister, her husband Adrian, and also her mother, which was in a, a short space of time of each other. And she says that the counsellor is still there for her when she needs her. She says that she um she can say that she sees things, say things that she wouldn't say to the family or the friends. And she just wants to say thank you to all the counsellors, to yourself, Sheree, and all the other counsellors that are out there, you know, in the Wales area and beyond. And she just wishes that more people would be able to seek that help because it does actually make a difference to your coping. Oh mechanism. yeah,
4: one hundred percent. And I and thank you for sending that in. Um, and I'm so glad that you've had such a good experience. And it's that is the message that I really want to get across to people. Do you know? Please don't struggle in silence. Please seek that help that you need. Let's end the stigma that we have in a, as a British society. You know, counselling. It's it's fine.